This podcast is brought to you by Lacrosse All-Stars. Growing the game, one podcast at a time. What's going on, lacrosse fans? This is Justin Skaggs, and this is the lacrosse podcast brought to you on Lax All-Stars. It was an absolutely crazy week, and we have uh, Kevin Crowley here for an exclusive interview to talk about the trade and what that means for the Wings moving forward. And since we are coming to you from Philadelphia here at the woodlacrossesticks.com woodshop, that's a pretty big deal. Let's get into it. Uh, this week, we're actually going to go ahead and uh, bring this to you by Wood Lacrosse Sticks because I just invented my first box of cross stick, and it's something I'm really excited about. Take a look at that, and we will be right back with my co-host Rich for the weekly recap. Wooden sticks haven't died, they've just evolved. A hickory box across frame can still be used. It can play against plastic and metal, and in the right hands, it can win. When it's all said and done, and my stick making days are over, it's humbling to think that my sticks will still be out there. Rich, uh, let's go through the weekly recap. It's not a slouch of a week at all, but we do have Kevin Crowley, and I find that to be way more interesting because uh, going in from the top here, obviously the Rock beat the Wings, and we have Kevin Crowley now, so maybe not anymore. Um, I mean, that that win, or I, I'll say that loss. Uh, uh, yeah, keep perspective. Yeah, that that loss was it was it was a hard one for me. We were in it until the last second. We just, you know, there's a rookie mistake, and, and that kind of is what cost us the game. But, uh, you know, maybe some veteran hands on the floor will will change that. Well, here's the thing. So, The Rock is making a absolute habit out of running these games to the final minutes. They, they have. It's the second Tor- overtime. Yeah. Uh, Toronto would just appreciate just a solid win in the second. Um, but, again, it, the Wings are doing amazing on transition, and they just aren't closing. But if, if either... Uh, Schreiber or Jones just like happened to have a cold that day, they would have lost the game. Each of them amounted for five of the points. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's, that's, sh- shouldn't we have like maybe locked them down a little bit? I don't know. I don't right, know. So I'm not saying that we won the game in some secret fashion. I'm just saying like, you know, we do have Crowley coming and we'll talk to him in a moment. Um, and he's a finisher. So, you know, if he could be worth two more, two more points a game, that'd be fine. And as long as the transition's solid, they can get the stud the ball, and that that could that could actually pull that through. Yeah, I mean, honestly, looking at the way we're playing, uh, I think I think it just needs a little little age based leadership, maybe. Yeah, we scored seven on transition. It's not like it's not like the talent's not there. It's not like the skills not there. It's no, just it the execution in the end. It was an all right game. I, I, I any game we're gonna get that close and not win at this point, and now leaving us at zero and three, I'm not excited. So we have uh, um, let's talk about the Georgia Swarm and Vancouver. I know it's early. I haven't seen any team that's going to come out and beat the Swarm. Um, coming into this weekend, I will. Uh, I'm not going to comment on that, you know. But like, let's say, yeah, the Georgia was looking really strong. Georgia, yeah, Georgia is absolutely. They're, they're back to their old ways. They're looking like the they, championship they team. They literally shot Vancouver out in the fourth quarter. It, man, unanswered. And uh, I'll and I actually uh, I didn't know this until after the game, but it was the. Uh, the hundredth uh, win for Georgia Swarms coach. Oh, awesome! Yeah. He, yeah, uh, I saw in an interview, he didn't seem to care. <laughs> well, I mean, so so here's the thing, which which is what I want to I want to uh, discuss, and I think a lot of people have been noticing this about Georgia. Um, they seem to just be playing to win games, not playing to their uh, abilities. 
Um, they've been, yeah, it seems like Georgia's been playing just well enough to beat the competition. So, uh, well, it's funny that you say that because what I saw in this game was the first week where they did exactly that. They came out and played a solid four quarters. There wasn't any point in time where they slipped. They didn't have to come back at any point in time. If they can just stay as consistent and play as a team and as a unit with the talent that they have, uh, yeah, that's going to be incredibly difficult. I mean, yeah, there's... Uh, they're going to be hard I, to beat. I, yeah, honestly, just... But, but basically what I was saying is, is the way they're playing now is I don't want to say uh, lazily, but, um, I mean, they're winning so dominantly without seeming to put in much effort like I can't yeah, I don't imagine. understand what you mean what do you want like a bunch of behind the back goals and a backflip or something oh no it's not that at all it's just uh they could they could win these games by easily 10 more goals like they could have easily won those games by 10 more goals they're just playing to beat the opponent not like you know it's basically if you if I was playing basketball against Michael Jordan and he only beat me by five points that's because he didn't he didn't feel like putting in more work than he had to all right let's move to the rush versus the seals so um for Saskatchewan, and this is all just, none of this really matters in the long scheme of things, but I think there's like four or five players actually on the Seals from the old Rush roster. Oh yeah, they, um, I think they, yeah, they did their, their ring ceremony. <clears throat> yeah, me. it was awesome. Um, 14,000 people in the stands? Yeah, nuts. yeah, I mean, you know, Rush Nation is, is they're, they're pretty serious about their lacrosse up there, so it was, it was nice to see a couple of guys on, uh, on the uh, San Diego squad still get their, uh, their respects. But I mean, you oh, know, that's, that's an interesting perspective. I actually didn't think of that. Yeah, because they still got, they were there for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I was saying, uh, you know, I guess uh, oh, from was, the yeah. superstitious side of things, some people would be like, oh, if the Rush lost to a team that took part of the roster, XYZ, are they as, you know, I mean, that's just, people draw those lines. I think it's irrational, but it's very much a thing in sports. Yeah. But I mean, if you saw how the Rush played, yeah. Jeremy was, uh, was, was crushing that face off circle. Absolutely. Um, uh, ben McIntosh and uh, Shatler combined for nine goals. That was pretty awesome. And uh, uh, Stas dropped four four goals, which is yeah. not bad at all. No, that's I mean he, that's becoming pretty standard with this guy. Yeah, first round draft pick as it should. I mean, uh, did you see? Uh, I mean, I, you know, it was. I don't want to say it was goal of the week because you know we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Oh, you have a pick, but I, I forgot to go look for a pick. Man, you know, honestly, I, I do have my pick for goal of the week, but right. but the, uh, the the Austin Sots goal where he kind of like you know throws a couple fakes and like dunks it one handed over the goalie that that was a pretty great goal. I do enjoy seeing that. All right, Buffalo Bandits, Nighthawks, not a whole lot to talk about. I know they're a rival, but the rivalry wasn't that hot, and 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 Buffalo absolutely put a spanking on the Hawks. Yeah, I mean Vince Vince came out and uh, and and showed showed his uh, his former squad. What they were missing, man. Yeah, do you I, have anything else to say? <laughs> like, I mean, I, that I, was an absolute slaughter. I time. mean, th and that's the thing. Like, you, you can't really talk about this game unless you're going to talk about, like, the goaltending. But Buffalo had some great goals. Like, I, I would say my goals of the week might have come from this game. Um, uh, I'd have to say uh, who – I don't remember who got the goal, but it was another – Buffalo with these off the – off, like, not the backboard, but the, uh, you know, the end board – and, and catching it, and somebody had another one of those off the end board goals. And I know they keep saying they're not they're not scripting these, but like, come on, guys. Like, no, I mean the rebound game is just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean yeah, I'm fun. just yeah they they they're getting some ridiculous rebound goals. I'm very much enjoying it. So this is a game that I found to be uh, absolutely phenomenal, and the Mammoth and Calgary game was just a goalie show. It was. 
Yeah, um, I could have just literally watched a, 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 a headset, like GoPro, on each of the goalies, and just, they were a wall. Yeah, I, uh, you know, the Mammoth are having a, a hard a hard outing so far this season, uh, and, and I definitely, I don't want to say that I just thought they should have taken this game, but... I don't think they should have taken that I game. I just, I feel like with, with you know, Curtis Dixon and Westberg not out there, and uh, and a few you know a few more people missing from the from the lineup. I did not think that the Mammoth were going to drop this one. No, here's the deal, dude. Del Bianco had another 900 game. I know, I know. It doesn't is, matter what you do. But I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. But but how many how many shots how many shots on goal did they have? Again? Oh, I don't. I think it's somewhere in the in, near 50. I can pull that I don't up. Know. For we you. we have to double reason? check. I it's just 49 shots on goal. He's got 41 shots, Rich. Yeah, no, no, no. Those no, dudes not, aren't going to come I, in here and no, do anything I'm, against I'm this saying like absolute that, I don't, mammoth. I don't think that was enough shots on goal. Yeah, like, like not, not enough. What are you talking about? No, I mean, you know, you you look nearly at the 50 average. shots on goal. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty. Nah, standard. it's a Del Bianco show, and that's where I'm going to go right now. I'm going to watch this guy for the rest of the season. No, I mean, you you absolutely should be. But uh, all I'm saying is, is you'll you'll get you know you you get a couple more shots on goals and you and you erase that uh you know you you put a couple more on the board and it doesn't look the same. But thirteen to four is is a uh, that's a pretty big it's a pretty big stretch. All right, so here is where we're going now. Kevin Crowley has been signed by the Philadelphia Wings. Well. Not quite yet. He's working on that today, actually. That's why the dude was on the. It's why he keeps jumping off the phone. Oh, I mean, stop it. He will be signed. Like he's not here this moment. He's outside talking to some people, uh, who are probably more important than you and me sitting in this woodshop. But that's fine. What we're doing uh, today is we're going to get his opinion on where the team is, what he thinks his effect will be on the team, and uh, once he's done with his calls with his agent, which supersedes anything we're going to talk about, we will have him in. So. Right after this, we'll have Kevin Crowley. Wooden sticks haven't died, they've just evolved. A hickory box or cross frame can still be used. It can play against plastic and metal, and in the right hands, it can win. When it's all said and done, and my stick making days are over, it's humbling to think that my sticks will still be out there. Ladies and gentlemen, in the woodshop today, we have a special guest. Justin? No, you take it. Oh, okay. Kevin <laughs> Crown's in the building. <laughs> All right, dude. So thank you for coming because honestly, uh, you're, you're kind of the talk of the town. This is a, an interesting trade, and it was an expensive one, too. I mean, you have a high price on your head. I think it's, what, two first-round draft picks? Yeah, it was a first-rounder next year and one in 2022. Oh, Justin. Rookie move. Rookie oh, move. Amateur hour in here, people. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I believe somebody was talking to their agent when they walked into my building. Well, that's important. Yeah, that's yeah important. I don't have an agent. We gotta, get him, we gotta get him on the floor this weekend. Yeah, Mrs. Skaggs is my agent. Mom? <laughs> Actually, you know what? That is an important phone call. It is an important phone call. No, it's, uh, it, it is impressive, though. Like, it, So, let's jump right into it. Um, what's, is that a weird evaluation? Like, that's your time, right? So, that's somebody trading... Two incredibly important trades, which could build a team for years. <laughs> like that's a really obscure way to value yourself. Like that doesn't happen to Rich. When does, does that ever happen to you? Someone's like, "Yeah, we uh, we you, won't." Has Has anyone ever given away two first round draft picks for for me? <laughs> has that uh, I, I you know I can't recall. I can't recall. So no, 
I don't think so. Yeah, it's the, strange. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I'm 30 years old now, so I understand that, you know, they're giving up these possibly 22-year-old uh, young guys in the league coming up, and, you know, so... By them signing me, I guess they believe I got a couple good years left in me. I Generation Z is so. a bunch of punk asses anyway. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, if you look at the performances, I think that's that's probably something that if you look at our team, that's what we really need. We need like a, a veteran. We need somebody with a little age and some vision on the squad. I mean, you know, we got some young guys. We got some young, talented guys. I think what we were needing is is uh is some some I don't want to say old hands, but some older hands. You know what I mean? You, you know what I'm saying? It's all right. It happened quick, man. Turning thirty and uh, you know becoming the old guy in the league, and you have. You know, these 22-year-olds, these 20-year-olds uh, coming up and, you know, hopefully looking up to you and you get to be like a, uh, a parental figure to them. Oh, is that what's going to happen? Well, well, I mean, I honestly, so. you got to think, like think about it. Like, they're definitely, you're, you're definitely playing with people that, like, watched you. Like, that's, you know, they watched you coming up. So, like, that's, that's, that's going to... Well, think about it outside of the team. I mean, we were just at the NLL uh, filming um, for their weekly show. And... Uh, so, for those of you guys who don't know out there in podcast land, the NLL headquarters is actually right here in Philly. Um, oh, I actually saw you on their Twitter today. Thank you. Yeah, I Ooh, you I got a tweet? Yeah. <laughs> Bam. So, those guys, I mean, for the most part, they're Philly fans. It doesn't matter. I mean, they live here, right? That's where, they, that's where their house is. They're Philly fans. And they were ecstatic. They were incredibly Yeah, the excited. city is humming right now. The city is the city is humming. Dude, no, yeah, I'd like to believe it has to do with me being... No, it, no, it, it does. It does. No, Eagles, listen. Eagles going to the next no, round. I'm talking about... Listen, we got our Super Bowl. We're, we're working on... We're working on I'm talking about a lacrosse-related conversation <laughs> in the middle of the NLL den. I don't even know if I can say this, but, like, they were all super excited. The team in the city they live in is 0-3, and, and I think you're, like... Aren't you, like, 17th scoring overall? Like, the history of time or something like that? So um, obscure. You know what? I, uh, I'm... Top ten in Philadelphia Wings history and yeah. shots taken. That's insane. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, that's not a great listen, stat. You can't, no, you can't score. Find one of those twenty-two-year-old kids with a single statistic. They don't have them yet. But no, everyone even at the NLL office was excited. So yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big trade. And uh, I want to say I feel special, and I feel like this podcast is special. Yeah, I, mean, I, is this, I was gonna say is this, <laughs> we, we got like the we got the first take. But uh, speaking of first takes, all right, back back to it. So. You're, you're, you're getting to play this weekend. What's, what's that? I mean, I guess clearly there's excitement, but I mean, you got a lot going on. You got to get your contract signed and uh, the convention's coming up. So um, there's, the city's going to be crazy, but I mean, what, I'm, I'm sure, what's, what's it feel like you get to, you get to suit up again? Uh, for me right now, it's one thing at a time. I got to get my paperwork in for, uh, you know, the, for the team itself and all that squared away. And I'm trying to have time to watch film, but it's just been so crazy this week. You know, I think the, the real excitement's going to start to set in tomorrow when I get, you know, together with the guys, we have our first practice and then, you know, really start ramping up and the people coming into town that are texting me, calling me, you know, Hey, excited to watch you play people from, you know, all over the place coming into Philly, so it's a, uh, it's a, like you said, it's a very exciting time for me. You're not even going to a regular game either, so lacrosse convention in Philly. We tried, what, maybe a week ago? Like a oh. little bit? You know, I'm yeah, like, oh, hop on. Tickets were gone very quickly. And, and in Rich's defense, like weeks ago, you're just like, like, get some tickets. I was like, it's lacrosse, yeah. Rich, I'll get some tickets. <laughs> right, so I, I got a couple of friends from like, my middle school days, high school and college, playing with these guys for like 10 years, are like, yeah, let's get some tickets, let's go to lacrosse, let's do it. Zero. Zero, like you can go get a ticket and sit next to a stranger yeah. and drink a beer and be a weirdo for 80 bucks. <laughs> but like, I couldn't find six tickets next to each other. That's uh, wild. Uh, that's a good sign. Oh, uh, dude, you're gonna be in front of 16,000 people. Lacrosse, man. We're, yeah, we're showing up. Yeah. So, 
Uh, I don't think this is a, a brass tax question, uh, uh, tax question, but uh, what do you think the Philadelphia Wings need moving forward? I mean, you're going to come in, you're going to be a veteran player, and the influence is going to be real. So, so what is that? What is what is, what is that in, in terms of actual like change and effect? Yeah, you know, hopefully, uh, can continue to put the ball in the back of the goal, and that's why a they solid, solid in. strategy. And, uh, like that, yeah. that helps when you outscore the opponents. Mm. I found you win a lot more games that way. Uh, you know, just coming in, and uh, you know, hopefully, the additional fan support. Hopefully, I can bring some of my friends, or my friends will come out and support me. And uh, you know, with the community, with my Fusion Lacrosse out in Westchester that I run, and the Penlax All Stars, and Warhorse Lacrosse, and all the lacrosse I got going on. You know, to have them kind of come out and. And Everybody support me, show and, up, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what. Yeah. Well, you yeah, can, it's like listen. You're running laps if I don't see you with yeah, the game. Sprints yeah. for sure. Suicides. You guys didn't buy your your fifteen dollar wing tickets and, and six. You get a good group rate, right, I'm sure. Absolutely. You get a box. Well, just the, a box of proud kids. One of the cool things is like you know when I moved here, I didn't know anyone. I like I had no friends. Uh, so now stepping out on that turf and like being able to look around the crowd and see so many familiar faces I think that's going to be really cool and yeah that's super awesome yeah. that's yeah. Going, and this is your adopted home right yeah. Philadelphia is like <laughs> make sure you get your trash off my property <laughs> in Philadelphia it was just blow back on <laughs> oh, point. Hey, what do you want I saw some lady today trying to like like fight fight the beast as oh. the wind just blew her trash everywhere she was, was just down. I'm like, just give up man oh. you're, you're gonna get fired you're never gonna make it to work I'd love that. to start like a cleanup like a neighborhood cleanup for all the trash in Philly oh man it drives we, me nuts we, we do it's it every wild. once in a while and then you come back out the next day and and it's disheartening <laughs> it's disheartening you know I love it when it rains because like right after the rain it's the only time you get like a clean street I mean but that's because it backed up the sewer and now half the block is flooded so obviously you're talking Philly talk you know what you're talking about yeah, we, got, we, like, we got uh, you know an adopted son but yeah, still this is how you know, this is how you know uh, he's here uh, a Philadelphia guy on the street that's awesome well, this this city's been so good to me over the past seven years I've lived here so you know They've supported me when, you know, four years ago when I was last on the wings and, you know, throughout the community with all the teams I'm coaching. So, you know, I feel like I need to give back to the community in, in different ways and I'm always looking for opportunities to do so. And, you know, that maybe that neighborhood trash pickup thing I'm, I'm planning on organizing, that could be the next thing. Hey, you call me and I will, uh, I guess I'll go for it. You got a hey, day. Hey, listen, listen. Hey, listen, what do we always say? Ground ball drills. You just got to make it all right. Oh, that's it's hilarious. like wax on, wax off, man. These are yeah, all ground ball the, drills. You, we could just put a, a trash can and uh, everyone runs around with lacrosse sticks and just picks up garbage. <laughs> so, speaking go. of uh, pickups, wait, wait for this transition. Oh, speaking okay. of pickups, the transition game is really good for the Wings. Oh, okay, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. Dude, I've been working on this podcast. Yeah. In the mirror. Uh, but yeah, the transition game is excellent for the Wings right now, especially from the last couple of weeks. Um, Last week was was really yeah I, I enjoyed it uh, but it's it that that could be an asset and I mean honestly as as a strong shooter and a strong scorer that that could be you know as long as the opportunities are reaching the other side of of, of the yeah. box I mean you should be able to execute yeah that's something they got to keep doing uh, I was watching the games and I saw them do that really well I got to make sure I'm the first righty out of the bench when they're mm -hmm. transitioning so you know hopefully they can draw that uh, draw that defender and give me an open lane to score. Uh, but I'm sure I'll be battling the other righties for that spot. But no, it's a it's a you know 
something that a young team typically you know has to do well uh, be able to move up and down the floor and you know the wings have done a good job of that so far so we got to continue doing that as long as that stays consistent um, well, I think having a, having having some veteran eyes on the team will, on the floor will definitely help a lot I mean if you saw how we how we unfortunately lost that last game it was definitely a, uh, a young mistake at the end of the game with that that and I mean that would have been your shot right that right-handed shot uh, <laughs> But I mean, yeah, it was just, it was, it was a, I'm, and you know, I, we've all played, I've been there too, you, you, you should hold on to the ball and you just see a shot and you take it and then that was the game. Let I me guess. tell you something, Rich doesn't care. <laughs> Rich doesn't care if that team wins or loses. No, no, Rich no. is just happy no, no, we're, listen, we're, listen. that we're here listen, and happy I'm saying across. that loss was hard for me because that was, we should have won that game. I yeah, mean, we, we, we were up by one. But you know that's neither here nor there. We're we're, we're moving on to next week. We're trying to focus it's on learning. Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, it's that's why. See, that's the fun, thing. Yeah. Every I feel like every one of our games still feels like a learning experience, and like and we really put in a good game. And I mean, we're gonna you know once we get those papers signed, we'll have a veteran on the floor. I feel like that we're gonna have a lot more wins. All right, let's, let's well, say we'll make a run. Let's Undefuse do this. The rest of the season. Could we have you back towards the end of the season and do a follow up? Yeah, fantastic. All right, well we're all stoked, and uh, unfortunately we'll be watching on Bleacher Report live. No, unfortunately, everybody, watch on Bleacher Report Live if you can't make it to your local game. What are you talking about? We, hey, there's zero sponsorship dollars. There isn't, but like, help us out, guys. Like, throw us, throw us, a, throw us a password or something. Oh, by the way, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Rich, just for the hell of it, because we didn't have a sponsor for this one. Hey, I'm here. Boom. Thanks for coming. Hey. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you. Good luck, and uh, welcome welcome home. Yeah. Right, thank yeah, you. Welcome back to Philly. Thanks All right, for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see you out there this weekend. Yeah.